Inductees into the South Dakota Hall of Fame come from all backgrounds of life, but one thing they all have in common is their daily pursuit of their dreams. In this podcast, you will hear stories of the legacy of these inductees and how these dream chasers have impacted South Dakota in meaningful ways. Well, I'm here with uh, Dwayne Reichert. Um, he's a 1991 inductee into the South Dakota Hall of Fame. He's also known as Dr. Ben Crazy. So um, if you would, Dwayne, just tell us a little bit, of, t- tell us your story. I sure will. I, first, I'd like to thank everyone for having me here, and, and it's an honor to be in the South Dakota Hall of Fame. That's that's for sure. It's kind of a elite group, and I'm not so sure that I belong there. Oh, you I'm, absolutely I'll belong sure in I'll sure take it, so. it, that's for sure. <laughs> you bet, you bet. Uh, I grew up in, on a ranch in central Meade County, about 40 miles east of Sturgis and 35 north of New Underwood, uh, kind of in the middle of nowhere. Uh, my dad raised sheep. We didn't even have cattle for some years. Uh, uh, went to a country school, started out with two of us kids, my cousin and I, then it kind of grew. There were five kids, five kids and nobody in my class through the eighth grade. Uh, when I graduated eighth, eighth grade, I went to high school in Sturgis, had to board away from home. And that wow. was quite a quite a cultural change, oh, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, I was quiet, I was shy, uh, hated to get up in front of people. But when I was a senior, a friend and I decided we were gonna be rodeo clowns. Well, I didn't come from a rodeo family. I broke horses and, and did all the ranch work. And even though we ran sheep, we were ran them, kind of ran them like cowboys. And, sure. And, uh, and, I, and I broke a lot of horses. But, but uh, when I got in front of those people, I liked it. And I liked taking bulls away from cowboys. I worked for a bull, as a bullfighter to mm-hmm. start with and also did comedy. Uh, lucky, I worked rodeos around this area in four or five states for four or five years. And uh, in uh, the fall of 68, I, I joined the Professional Rodeo Cowboys Association and went for there. from there. I've worked in 44 states and four Canadian wow. provinces in my rodeo career. Yeah, absolutely amazing. Now, before we were talking a little bit about, and you, you were kind of explaining to me the difference between, you know, the uh, the, the, the bull rider and, and being there for safety versus the comedian. Could you just kind of go through what that is a little I bit sure so people will. understand? I sure I kind of forget sometimes. I've lived so long as a rodeo <laughs> as a rodeo personality that uh, I forget what the average person thinks. Uh, but rodeo bullfighter or cowboy protector, mm-hmm. his job is to protect, protect the cowboy for that eight seconds in case the cowboy bucks off. Once that eight seconds, seconds is over, he's his job to take the bull away from the cowboy so the cowboy does when he jumps off doesn't get hurt and sometimes a bull will a cowboy will hang up his rope gets tangled mm-hmm. in his hand and and it's the job of the bullfighter or bullfighters to to protect him and to mm-hmm. get him loose uh, most of my early career I worked as a single bullfighter now at most rodeos there have at professional rodeos there has to be two bullfighters and and sometimes three. Uh, I always worked comedy, uh, but after I'd fought bulls for about 20 years, I started to slow down a little bit. And, and at some rodeos, I'd work the barrel, and some I would would uh, be the bullfighter or or a combination. Now the barrel man, he sits in a padded steel or aluminum barrel in front of the buck and shoots, and and it's kind of a 
kind of a safety haven for cowboys to get behind or the bullfighter to get behind and also he can work his comedy from that barrel. Now, during the rodeo performance, I always worked comedy, even when I was a bullfighter. I worked short comedy acts and, and when I joined the pro rodeos, I put together Dr. Ben Crazy. It was a comedy ambulance that did a lot of things and, say, yeah. and, uh, and, and was well received. Well, you know, a pretty, a pretty amazing story for you. Know, it's, you, you describe yourself as a, as a shy young man, um, and then to be out there in front of the in front of the audience. The, you know, how did you know, tell me some of you what you think is kind of your, the biggest obstacles you had to overcome as you as you went through something well, like that. I went back to college and I did it for several reasons. I thought if I got crippled being a bullfighter, I'd I'd uh, need something to back up with. Mm -hmm. Whether I my dream was to become a rancher, which I ultimately did and still do, but uh, but I, I wanted something that I could could turn fall back on. I got a degree for, of elementary in elementary education from Black Hill State University, mm -hmm. and uh, but I never taught. Uh, that helped me immensely. I took speech courses just so I could be in front of people and learn. And I still I still have, am a little bit hesitant. To, for a crowd, even though I've had my assembly program before thousands and thousands of people. Yeah, so you've got, you mentioned uh, you, you've got the, the teaching degree, but you also do a lot of work with, with children. Tell us a little bit about yes. that. Yes, my rodeo, my rodeo career was, was great, and I did a lot of things. I opened the national finals, was selected as an opening act three times. I worked in Dodge National Circuit Finals, was selected for, I think, seven, seven, uh, uh, circuit finals inducted into the pro in the wow. into the Black Hill State University Hall of Fame uh, 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 Casey Tibbs Hall of Fame my horse was inducted also but I think the greatest accomplishment that I did was uh, this my school program or my assembly program my my youth program uh, I've visited as I said, thousands and thousands of schools with about a 15 to 45 minute program where I do some short comedy, uh, little acts with animals, have a half a dozen small animals, a rabbit and a rooster and a, and a little dog <laughs> and, uh, and sometimes a goat and, a, right. and a, just, just a ferret. And, uh, use, but I use them as a tool to, uh, to portray that you can do it, you can accomplish it. Right choices are are the way to go. You can you can get through any adversity if you try hard enough. Yeah, you know, just an amazing story. And you know, like you said, you've you've done rodeo. You know, not just in 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 South Dakota, not just the United States, but in Canada and, and elsewhere. Um, just amazing. What are you know? What is probably the the thing that you would say was your biggest challenge? Uh, my biggest challenge, and we talked about it a little bit, was was uh, not in the arena, not being funny, not. Mm -hmm. And and though I I I'm not a really funny person. I'm I'm not funny in person. I'm not uh, uh, that outgoing. But when I walk into the rodeo arena, it's a different different story. It's uh, it's uh, kind of an alter ego. But my biggest challenge probably was that being being able to to meet people, to sell myself as, as what I could do, to learn to travel and, and, 
and and uh, uh, be able to know how much to charge, how much you can, how much you can get, how much you should get, because it you've got to make money to do to do that. You've got to make the make a living or most of a living mm -hmm. at at it. And uh, I guess that my biggest challenge was portraying myself at for what I do. So the, the, you know, here you are. You're a you know a a, a young farm farm child and you've come in and now you're doing rodeo where did the ambulance come from what, tell, tell us tell me a little bit about the ambulance oh it's just something that we dreamed up <laughs> uh i i hired a guy i i thought of what i wanted to do and i'm not that mechanical i hired a guy in rapid city to put it together it was a hillman husky nobody will remember what a hillman husky was right. but but it was a little station wagon and and uh, i made it made it into an ambulance that that drove by itself and and bounced up and down and and uh, we had a big box have a had a big box in it where we we performed an operation on a on a girl cut her in two like a magician would and it okay. was you know it was a pretty complicated little little uh a little uh operation that we did and and we had a small child in there and half a pair of clown pants with a red top. He ran across the arena. I shot him with a blank gun. And before that, and, and then after that, when I went back to my ambulance, it blew up and all kinds of fireworks, would be, which would be highly illegal now. Right, I right. even used it probably illegal shot, uh, sawed-off shotgun to make, it, make some of the explosions. But uh, it, was, it was a super act, that's for sure. Well, the... Uh you know, just the innovation and the and the thought that goes in there, just kind of amazing. The, uh, um, the and you know, your story is just you know something that I think you know a lot of a lot of young people are out there saying you know because I watch the rodeo, um, I've never rodeoed, but I watch it and I watch I really watch the clowns, you know, and they and they to me they're just um, it's just amazing that somebody be out there you know facing a bull or and and so forth. But the you took it that extra step and went into the comedy side of that and so do do all rodeos have the comedy aspect is that uh, kind of a now now most of the cowboy protectors or bullfighters mm -hmm. are strictly cowboy savers okay or or show off with what they can do with a bull at that time it was tra traditionally it was both and and i worked really hard at it i went to every circus that i could i watched stand-up comedians uh, uh, when we were in Russia, I even went to the Russian circus. Oh, really? Just Russia as a trip, as, yeah, a, yeah. as a mission trip. But uh, I think that anyone, no matter what they do, you can, not that you shouldn't get educated, but you need to keep your eyes open. You need to watch. You need to be innovating. You need to uh, figure out where, some goals, set them, and try to achieve them. If you achieve that goal, work a little bit further. You can get higher up the ladder. And uh, and and like I probably said, just don't take no for an answer, and don't be discouraged if uh, if you want it bad enough, you probably can do it. And still today, you're you're running. I believe you said a 4,800. 4, we have 4,800 acres. Yes. Right wow. now, at the present time, in late May, we're lambing. Wow. And the uh, and, and and the weather's not being kind. Uh, not too. No. <laughs> But the, you know, uh, for that young person that's out there, I know we, we talked about this briefly out, outside, but and you gave some some good advice. But 
kind of just in a nutshell, what would you tell that young person out there that, you know, that young man that's growing up in, in Underwood, South Dakota, um, about, you know, how do you, how do you get to where you, you are? Well, I think first is don't forget, don't forego an education. Mm -hmm. I don't care if you go to a trade school, first graduate high school. Mm -hmm. As far as I'm concerned, that's very important. And there's quite a lot of dropouts now. Yeah. Uh, go to get an education. Uh, like I said, I've got a degree in elementary education. It doesn't matter that much whether you use it in your field. There's all kinds of people that uh, it might be a plumber and they almost have a PhD. It's right. what they yeah. like to do. Yeah. And and uh, and when you do settle on something, uh, enjoy it. Enjoy your work. Enjoy your work very much. I wouldn't be ranching at the age I am if I didn't really, really enjoy it. Right, right. Well, good. Well, the, uh, you know, Dwayne, this has just been a, a fantastic time talking with you. The, uh, and, you, and you've got a great story. Is there, is there anything that, that we didn't talk about that you wanted to talk about? Well, I, I think we've, I think we've kind of covered it. Uh, I said my greatest accomplishment, my greatest accomplishment was probably marrying my wife, Claudette, uh, 53 years, and and uh, she traveled with me as much as she could. She had a career of herself in education, but uh -huh. but uh, uh, the all summer long and the, at least half of the rodeo, she went with me. She uh, had to help me with my clown car, which she didn't enjoy, <laughs> and uh, she also uh, was a whale of a night driver. Yeah, we uh, we had to drive many 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 across across the country. We went from Manitoba to Biloxi, Mississippi, in a couple of days one time. And, and uh, yeah, I remember seeing. I think I read in your notes that you you'd logged a million miles. Yes, uh, in the in the circuit. That's well, three motorhomes and a couple of pickups before they had motorhomes, and uh, we had we had wonderful animals we had we had uh, several good dog acts we had dr ben crazy after doc, dr ben crazy i moved to a horse named silver lady and uh, and and probably the next dr ben crazy the most noted animal we had was pony baroni he also he was a pony that walked on his hind legs and and uh, did did comedy also that was after my induction to, to the Hall of Fame. He uh, he opened the national finals rodeo one time, and and uh, as I said, was inducted into the Casey Tibbs Hall of Fame. So we've been blessed with we've been blessed with animals, and 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 blessed with I guess accomplishments too. How do you get a a horse to walk on its hind legs like that? Well, it's a lot. It's a lot of work, you know, and a lot of repetition. It's just like. It's just like learning a trade. Sometimes you might get bored and think as an apprentice that that uh, I know it all. Well, you never know it all. And, yeah. and, and uh, a lot of times it's repetition over and over and over. Well, good. The, uh, you know, uh, I really in, in, enjoyed talk, talking with you. You know, I think you, your story is, like I mentioned, just amazing. The um, I've always, you know, fantasized about being a rodeo clown I, obviously i'm a little bit old for it to, to get into it now but the uh um 
you know, and, and so I really appreciate your time and, and thank you for the conversation today, Dwayne. Yes, you um, bet. Thank the, you. Uh, so really you know, enjoyed it. It's been a great conversation with Dwayne, Dwayne uh, Reichardt. He's a 1991 inductee in the South Dakota Hall of Fame and and uh, has just a, an amazing story. Um, and I think one of the things that you said is young people can be like Dwayne. You just got to believe in yourself. So thank you, Dwayne. Thank you, sir. Thank you for listening. To learn more about the South Dakota Hall of Fame and these dream chasers, visit our website at www.sdexcellence.org and follow us on Facebook and Instagram.